0: The hockey gambling podcast on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by Circa Sports. Circa Sports is back with our circa survivor and circa millions contests. $14 million are up for grabs. Get all the get all the details at circusports.com. <laughs>
1: Everybody. welcome to a very positive edition of the hockey gambling podcast on the sports gambling podcast network my name is talon jenkins joined by my positive co-host and hosts we got the positive ryan gilbert and the extremely positive joel meyer gentlemen how are we doing on this positive wednesday
0: just just having a a fantastic time here recording our second episode in, in as many uh, this is the same day not as many days in the, in the same day um I, I got something to, to admit here. Like, sometimes I, I forget which teams are in which conference in the West. Like, like the East, I got the Atlantic and Metro down because, like, I know the Flyers, who they're competing with. But the West, sometimes I, I got to double check it. I don't know if you guys you guys
1: feel that at all. You ignorant piece of shit. Right.
2: Yeah, you're talking about the racist division. This guy doesn't even know what fucking teams are in each <laughs> division. <laughs> He's like, it, it doesn't matter. They'll meet, they'll meet the Flyers <laughs> in the cup. He's blackballing the entire West. Like, what do you mean, uh, you they're people? They're all mixed together.
1: <laughs> you people uh, out there in the West. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's very disappointing, Ryan. <laughs> um, but yeah, I have to shake that one off. But uh, yeah, it's been a good day. I, uh, yeah, we're obviously can recording consecutive episodes here, but uh, I was out at the pond today, and unfortunately, it's all dried up.
0: Oh no! <laughs> no
2: ducks. No ducks. <laughs> There's too much fucking sun in BC these days. The pond is all dried up. The most I saw was a fucking squirrel like uh, sipping water from a little puddle. The pond they're, turned into a oh, puddle. That's sad. And they're uh, just
1: land yeah. ducks. Squirrels are just land ducks, though. No, squirrels
2: are fucking uh, rats of the day. Um, <laughs> but no, they they don't compare to ducks, man. I, I come here to see the birds. I don't come here to see your fucking squirrel sipping water from a puddle. It's uh, pretty disappointing, but. Um, yeah still in good moods still in good shape and uh let's get the fuck into this
1: you know what probably happened to the you know what probably happened to the fucking little pond like you know everybody's probably just throwing so much bread in there trying to feed these fucking ducks and then it just the bread just soaked up all the water
2: and nah, man. Ate all the bread no nah, man no nah, man it's been crazy hot lately like uh, there hasn't been rain in like months in bc which is unheard of it's it's not too hot which is great but there's no rain at all, so I, I fear for our uh, our farmers and, and, and uh, the, the people who depend on the rain, because uh, they're not doing too well, I don't think. And uh, there'll be some forest fires for sure going on in the interior, and I'm sure we'll hear no lack of complaints from the Seattle pussies who get to breathe <laughs> it all in.
1: You know, I'm on Ryan's side here. Fuck all these people out west.
2: Hell, uh, I, I'm on
1: town's side, too. I feel, I feel like this,
0: this bread theory is much more much more likely.
1: Right? But, you know, I feel like that's then like no that rain. Just, and, yeah, yeah, no, oh, adults.
0: The, the bread, the bread dried it
1: all up. Okay. yeah. And then the ducks ate the bread, yeah, okay. And then they well, fuck, we gotta go find somewhere else to live now. I can't wait to fit you guys pick us here. <laughs> 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 all right, uh, <laughs> go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast website. That's the place to be. Tons of stuff going on in the world of sports. Not at all. We got the Scottish Jets just Open. Uh, obviously, uh, by the time you're listening to this, it's probably already kickstarted, and rocking and rolling, and someone's probably winning, and there's probably a couple people that aren't winning. So uh, I'm sure that's pretty cool. Hope we're all really enjoying that. Good luck to future talent. I hope you're doing well in all your bets. Uh, and then what else is going on? You know, baseball. It's it's on a little hiatus here. They're doing their thing. Uh, well, you know, we got CFL. Let's go. Argos. Hell yeah. Undefeated. The fucking absolute best. You know, every, every other place in Canada is absolute shit. You know, Toronto's just the best at everything we do. What can we say? Uh, what else is going on in the world of sports? There's NASCAR. There's F1. There's, ga- or, oh, I said there's gambling. Yeah, of course, there's gambling. There's fucking uh, U- uh, UFC where they fight each other. There's all that shit going on. Tons of stuff in the world of sports. You can find all that information. There's tennis. Joel, anything else you want to add about tennis at Wimbledon on this one? I know we just talked about it a little bit last show.
2: Wimbledon with a T. I don't fucking know. With a D, what do you... Um, well, by the time this comes out, it's probably Friday. So hopefully mm-hmm. um, Anjabor beats Sabalenka And hopefully Medvedev beats uh, Alcaraz, And then um, hopefully Sinner beat Djokovic. And that would be a nice final weekend for me. But unfortunately, that's unlikely. So I, I, I'm not... I don't know man that, that, that shit hasn't happened yet so mm. and I, I'm just repeating myself from the other day uh, yeah but it's going to be fun regardless watch this fucking weekend tennis Wimbledon is the best it's the uh, the most historic tournament in tennis so just do yourself a favor wake up early and you're on the east coast you're fucking lucky I got to wake up at like 5-6 in the morning for this yeah. shit you guys get to wake up at 8 or 9 in the morning just stay up all night that's what I do for the Australian well, well, Open but, uh, you stay I don't up all an, night I don't, and I,
1: stay out a little longer
2: I don't have enough nose beers to do that, uh, oh. these days. So yeah, it's a, it's a tough grind waking up that early. You got to like give up drinking the night before and all that. It's, it's a big deal. But anyway, if you like tennis, if you remotely like tennis, just stay up, wake up early, whatever. Just watch this fucking weekend's tennis. It'll be fucking great. I guarantee you, you'll be rewarded for it.
1: Hell yeah. Cool. Uh, anyways, go to the Sports Gaming Podcast Network website. That's the place to be. Uh, you can find all the information. There's tons of articles. I'm sure to read the articles, man. I, I know I say it all the time, but like, a lot of love goes into those things. So at least you can do is just give it a little fucking read. Maybe learn something. Maybe win some Monday. Uh, and, of course, shout out to all the other shows on the network. You know, be sure to check them all out. Everybody's absolutely always killing it. Be sure to check out Baseball Money is Fake with Ryan and Blake. Those guys always do an awesome job. Uh, and of course, shout out to all our friends and pals in the Discord, man. You know, Discord's doing its thing. It's popping off. It's all good. Everyone's having a good time. You know, a little quiet because you know baseball's dying. So all those little baseball nerds are like, eh, "What do I do?" Well, guess what? It's been fucking great not seeing you doing shit in the hockey channel, baby. So shout out to the Discord. Uh, if you're not in the Discord, you're not making money. If you're not in there and you want to get in there, you can reach out to myself or Ryan on Twitter. Uh, we'll point you in the right direction for sure. You can also reach out to the HDP Twitter account. They'll point you in the right direction, or uh, you can go to the you can go to the grocery store you can you know you can buy some bread and then you can go to go to another pond out there in bc and if you're when you're throwing bread into the pond and soaking up all the water you'll probably see joel there too doing the same thing and the ducks will be like oh this is pretty cool but then you know once all the water's all soaked up again they're gonna have to find another third pond and then i think they're just gonna run out of ponds out there in bc i don't know but anyways when you're doing all that you can ask joel it's like hey by the way how do we get in the discord and he'll be like oh that's how you get in he'll let you know so hell yeah that's how you get in the discord eight
2: point five out of ten all right, and uh, Get <laughs> in the Discord.
0: Uh, make sure you subscribe to the Hockey and Gilman podcast. SG.PN slash hockey for Apple. SG.PN slash hockey for Spotify or just search for the Hockey Gilman podcast. Uh, yeah, leave us for a five-star rating review. We haven't got one, a new one in quite some time. It, uh, we talked about last show. It, it, it's good to pump our tires a little bit. And something I want to point out in just regards to how horrific of a job Gary Bettman is doing in marketing hey. the games. Yeah, the uh, MLB yes. All-Star the MLB All-Star game this week hit a all-time low of I believe seven million. I saw for the All-Star game, which is still more than four times more of the one point <laughs> five million that watched the NHL All-Star game. I know it's the All-Star game. I know it's casual fans. I know it's not for everybody. That just shows like how far behind hockey is. Like, oh, the Home Run Derby is great. The All-Star game is great. Whatever, but. The NHL has so much ground to make up to become like a major like they're not even a major four sport anymore. You got MLS creeping in. So you need them to to come back and do something, hopefully with the salary cap to get more star players involved. But yeah, it, it's just MLB is down bad at seven
1: million. but That's still four times what uh, NHL got. For the longest time, the Bears didn't uh, get fucking paid for or paid to play in the All-Star game. How fucked mm-hmm. up is that?
2: Right. Contrary take, the the fewer people watch the All-Star game, the better. Why? Just well, for, for who? For who? <laughs> hey, just, just fuck for it? You? Is that
1: what we're doing?
2: For everybody. It's Joel, Joel, hey, Joel,
0: <laughs> Joel wants to like, kill the game. He doesn't want to grow the game. Wants
2: to Let them all, kill it. all go to the fucking Bahamas on the break and uh, spare us the, the sideshow of um, f- trying to fucking flip a puck into a it's golf so hole. It's so
1: bad, though. What? It's so bad. I, I, I
2: want to see like anyone to make the
0: All-Star game, you have to be making less than a million dollars. So it's like these fourth-line scrubs that show everyone how great at hockey they are, but they're just a fourth-line scrub because they're in the best league in the world. They're like, these these, these people—Talon, you're going to love this. People on Twitter are just chirping them, like, oh, what are you doing on the fourth line? you not playing. Sure. They go out there, show off their skills, and yeah, it, it just gives— it shows everyone, like, what an average player is better than everyone else.
1: Truth be told, the AHL All-Star game is actually pretty fucking sick, man. Yeah, like, it is. Got- they got, like, three-on-0 drills they'll do and shit for, like, goalies and all that. It's, it's actually kind of cool. So maybe you're onto something there, Gilbert.
2: It doesn't I'm mean fucking... shit until the players actually care about it. Like, back in the day, like, yeah. in the late 90s, early 2000s, those All-Star games were good because players actually yep. care. But until you get the players to care, it doesn't mean shit. And I'd rather sure. just not play the fucking game than just uh, perform this, like, little sideshow. Ooh, the NHL All-Star break is useless. I'd it, rather it just
1: 100%. have a little uh, bye week. And you're you're so right there a lot of the onus is on the players to actually start giving a shit about it right but fuck when you're doing all those little flip fucking pucks and out of the ring, you're you're on a golf course and somehow that has something to do with fucking the nhl all the NFL did the longest drive contest too, so
2: I don't fucking know, man. One of the biggest hits in NFL history happened in the Pro Bowl. It's true, <laughs> it's
1: it, exactly right. So let's walk before we start to run here. But let's just stop crawling. I guess is the biggest thing, you know. Figure it out, NHL. What the fuck, boy? It's supposed to be a positive show. Now, now we're all sad. You got me going here. What the fuck? Where you go, Ryan? Um, yeah, that's my fault. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyways, here, uh, we're going to continue keep on going on with what we've been doing lately. Uh, we've been running through our uh, free agency kind of breakdowns. So we've been going by division. Obviously, the last show we covered uh, would have been the Central Division. Before that, we did the Metro. Before that, we did the Atlantic. Well, what does that mean? Process of elimination. I'm sure you can figure it out. We're doing a fucking Pacific division. There we go. And uh, I think, I think maybe, maybe I'll have some permission to say that, you know, it's not a bad division. Hopefully I won't get yelled at for that. It's an okay division. Maybe there's, maybe there's some teams in there that are okay, better than others. But anyways, we're, we're going to get into it, boys. Ready to rock and roll for the Pacific here or what? Oh, yeah. How much bread do you think they would need to empty out the Pacific? It's should... real gravelly.
0: Needed a lot of gravel, too, for them. To it wasn't quite as gravelly as uh, NHL draft night. That was good that was a oh, good time
1: yeah. oh yeah Hogan. you think you're gonna come in here and tell me my philadelphia flyers aren't that good well, i got another thing going. fuck the new jersey Devils. Pink, rival hollywood new jersey devils oh yeah brother okay we're getting things off we're going with the edmonton oilers first fucking team on our docket as always we're going to touch about their division odds as well chances of win the division as they currently stand uh edmonton oilers a little kind of A little kind of soft when it came to the free agent market this year. Uh, They made one significant signing. They brought in my boy. My fucking boy downtown, uptown, all around, Connor Brown, baby, let's fucking go, Connor Brown, they signed him to a, it's actually like a one year, like $1 million contract, but there's like $3 million in performance bonuses that can go against the cap if he hits them, uh, I imagine he'll hit some of them, so for a total, technically it's $4 million, but as it stands, only like $1 million against the cap, fucking weird, you don't really see it too much, not many players are actually eligible for it, but because of his age and how many games he's played or something, he is, uh, either way, they brought in Connor Brown, uh, hell of a player, man, he's battled through injuries for a while, he's not like a superstar he's not like a crazy guy but he's a serviceable player this is a guy that i used to track a lot um when he played jute now i'm gonna, gonna get to something i'm alluding to but when he played juniors he was like one of the top points getters in the league you know why because he was playing with fucking connor mcdavid on the erie Otters, so that helps but even when he went to the toronto Marlies, he led the ahl in goals i believe for his uh for one of his seasons down there or something. So this is a guy that has put up numbers in pretty much every league he's played in. Even in the NHL, yeah, he hasn't been like a top guy, but he's been a serviceable player. Uh, he was playing six or bottom six line minutes with the Leafs. I think he was on the third line for a long time way back in the day. You know, he has had success around the league, uh, injury prone. You know, he was he, in Ottawa. He played well as well, too. But uh, I'm excited to see what this guy does. And going to Edmonton, Oilers, Orleans, you know, I wouldn't be surprised to see him playing top six minutes. Um, he he has that kind of connection. We talked about it on the last show that uh McKinnon playing with Drew and in junior. Well, Connor Brown played with fucking McDavid in junior. So you know, will will he take Hyman off that line? No, definitely not. But I imagine he'll get some time with them. So uh, good for Connor Brown. Hopefully, he has some numbers and gets his career you know back on track to a good place and stays healthy. And you know I think this is a good acquisition for the Oilers here.
0: Yeah, looking at this, Connor Brown looking into it more, um, he's getting paid $775,000 against the cap right now, and then he'll make $3.25 once he plays his 10th game. It's not like he has to get as oh, really? goals, not this oh. many points. It's just like, if you play 10 games and you, and you get paid. I, I don't know why more teams don't do this. I don't know why more people aren't complaining about this clear salary cap circumvention, but
1: Smart, though, because like if good. you can't go over a certain amount in the off season, because they like, yeah. can only go up to like $92 million, so you do something like this, and then when you put all your extra guys in LTIR, because you only have so much offseason LTIR you can use, boom, you're good. Like, that's fucking genius.
0: Yeah, they're added to the final cap at number of the season. Anything over that goes to the following year, which he's not signed for. Um I mean, he pl- only played four games last year due to injury. Maybe he doesn't play 10, but he's a... What third line guy, probably yet? Yeah. Uh, daily faceoff has him on the top line with a uh, fellow former Leafs, Zach Hyman and Connor McDavid. So maybe he gets 20 goals again. He's done that twice in his career, but yeah, this is just this is McDavid and Drysettle running the show here. Full season of Matthias at home. Uh, Evan Bouchard, just a year older, he still has to be signed. I think that's a big thing for them. They only have 5.6 million in cap space for him and uh, McClode. So that's going to be a thing. And then goaltending, Campbell still obviously has a contract. Uh, Stuart Skinner, about a half the amount, but has been better. So yeah, I think Edmonton is going to be, I mean, they're going to be teams to watch no matter what with McDavid, but I think they're finally a team that they'll be able to add during the season and be a team that, you know, hopefully can at least make the Western Conference final.
2: Yeah. The, uh, the genius behind the Connor Brown thing is is just that the the Oilers are absolutely primed um, with Connor McDavid coming into his prime. Leon Drysaddle in his prime. Zach Hyman, 31. Vander Kane, 31. Nugent Hopkins, 30. So they got to push the can down the road. So that's what they're going to do, uh, especially with the cap going up next year. And so, yeah, that, that's all they can afford with having to sign Evan Bouchard later on uh, this offseason. So, yeah, that, that's absolutely genius. I don't know much else to add to what your boys already said. Uh, this is just going to be a very good team for uh, for this year, and and probably a couple years after this, at least. Uh, it's going to be a struggle going forward, depending on what McDavid chooses to do. Maybe he goes back to Toronto. You never know. Based on. Uh... Oh, you said it. You said it, not
1: me. Whoa! Oh, Whoa! 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 Joel. Whoa. these, these,
2: these fans, fans always
0: boy. bring enough to mcdavid to try the pipeline these, these, what are we these, doing? I'm, I'm just
2: feeding into it i'm feeding into it i'm gonna regurgitate it back up it's just like uh, you know you sometimes you you puke it up and then you regurgitate to get the, oh, the, the the juices back into you um but yeah this team is gonna be awesome absolutely love them to win this division i don't give a fuck but any other team um uh, well, I do, but at, at, at certain prices. But uh, I absolutely love them beat Vegas, who are the, the second favorites. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, the Oilers were the better team in the regular season. The the Knights were lucky to win the division. I will stand by that to I uh, die. And, uh, yeah, so Oilers absolutely will Be in the mix for the division. And, uh, yeah, I mean, they're stacked. They were the best team. Honestly, they're the best team in the West by far. And uh, other than the Bruins, I think they're the second-best team in the league. Uh Goal-tending, in the last the Yeah, the goal thing is well Skinner was good, but in the playoffs, he kind of uh, fell apart. But uh, in the regular season, he was he was good enough, at least.
1: At least here. they
2: have Jack Campbell stepping into it if, if they need him. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm still high on the Oilers here. Um, yeah, not, not a lot of movement, but that's okay when you have such a stacked team as you do. So, yeah, go Oilers.
1: Plus 200 to win the division, by the way. You said you like that? I do. Ryan? Yeah, uh, I like that, too.
0: I think Vegas is more built for the playoffs.
1: Yeah, I don't know. All right. Uh, moving along here, we're going to talk about another team. We're probably going to talk about, you know, maybe just maybe just the second best team, hockey team in the entire world. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, we're big fans on this show, uh, multiple friends. We're going to talk about the Stanley Cup. Champions of 2023, baby. We're talking about the Vegas Golden Knights. Vegas Golden Knights currently sitting at plus 275 to win the Pacific Division. Uh, absolutely zero notable free agent signings. You know, we're not really gonna talk about Gage Quinney or Mason Gerstein or you know Yuri Patera. Uh, but uh, so nothing really to talk about from that front here. Um, but I just want I just want to note that this team's bringing back pretty much all those mutants they have on the fucking back end. So have fun playing against that for the rest of the fucking next season, Pacific Division have fun.
0: Yeah, they didn't do much. They lost uh, Riley Smith in a trade, lost Fulcastle, Larvisois, Quick, Bluger, but none not of their main guys. Uh, I guess Smith kind of could be a main guy in, in the middle six, but yeah, they're bringing back most of their guys. I imagine they'll be banged up and have some guys that missed the start of the year, so not fully bought in on, on them for a full season, especially Aiden Hill. I like he could be a guy, but you can't can on him i mean 4.9 million for two years is,
1: is I fine
0: i guess after after winning a stanley cup he deserves that but they have logan thompson too uh, on a good contract so i think vegas is going to be unfortunately just very frustratingly good for the foreseeable future
1: they're gonna get another 22 goalies as well you just know what's gonna happen yeah they'll pick someone up
2: yeah they'll you know, put another four guys on long-term injury reserve and um, <laughs> <Hell yeah. laughs> sign Connor Hellebuck or some shit. Uh, yeah, this team, it, it, it's aging. And uh, coming off the cup win, you don't expect them to be going pal to the metal full gas. Um, so, yeah, it, it's going to be uh, – they'll make the playoffs, no doubt. Uh, they, they just have too much quality. But uh, with the age of this team and um, – uh, there's just not a ton of top-end talent. Like, a lot of the guys up top will be better playoff performers than they are in the regular season. So, uh, this team will make the playoffs comfortably. They're not going to be... Um, um, They're not going to win the President's Trophy or shit. So, yeah, um, there's not much, nothing much else to say about this team. I mean, the big thing was signing Ivan Barbashev again, $5 million. That was actually a very good deal for four years. Mm. Uh, that'll be better for the playoffs, though, once again. So... Yeah, the Knights will be a strong team, once more. But uh, in terms of the regular season performance, I think that they'll be second or third spot.
1: All right, we're going to keep things moving along here. We're Oh, sorry, Vegas plus 275 with the division. You just, I, I think I kind of agree with you guys. I think they're more of a playoff team, eh?
0: Yeah, and yeah. even at 13-1 to 1 to win the Cup, I don't know if I, I would take that. I'd probably wait for something in season.
1: Yeah, I don't hate that, but all right. Uh, Anyways, moving down, uh, LA Kings is who we're gonna talk on next. Uh, LA Kings made a lot of notable, you know, kind of little signings as far as free agencies go. uh, But they did make a couple trade acquisitions. We don't really gotta get too crazy into that. Uh, Anyway, so notable signings, they did bring in uh, Cameron Talbot. I hate I said Cameron Talbot. That's just how I read (laughs) it. It's Cam. Isn't that weird? Uh, Anyways, they brought a goaltender, Cameron Talbot. Kev talent do a one-year, one-million-dollar deal. Uh, I know they have a lot of questions with what's going to go down in net next year, obviously, with Corpocello departing, you know. Uh, Anyways, they also have uh, Anders Englund. They signed to a two-year, two-million-dollar deal, uh, one-million-dollar a year, obviously. Uh, They brought in big save Dave Riddick as well. One-year contract, uh, $875,000. You know, that's pretty much as far as notable people go. Like, yeah, Steven Santini, Joe Hick, it's understandable. But, uh, you know, they had a couple guys that they, you know, they traded. Way, but that back end's looking pretty good obviously we saw the move on from a guy uh like um fucking what's his name we we're just talking about last Sean Dersey. um yeah but they got some fucking studs back there man and obviously they did some damage in the trade market bringing in pure Luke Dubois as well so uh I like Vegas man they got to, again one of those teams they got to fucking figure it out in net like Phoenix Copley and a couple you know big save Dave and fucking Cam Talbot I don't know if that's gonna take you to the promised land man but uh Copley played well but I don't know LA Kings, plus 400. Boys, what are your thoughts on the moves and uh, plus 400 to win the division?
0: Yeah, I, I actually kind of li- like these Kings move. I think we, we talked about the Dubois trade, and now you have Kopitar, Dubois, and Dano as three kind of great two-way shutdown centers there. Um, so it'll be more of a, a defensive type of team. Didn't lose. I guess they gave up Alfalo and uh and Velarde for Dubois, which is a bit much, but I think they still kind of short up that that top six they have there. As you said, goaltending is going to be an issue. I imagine they go one A, one B with Talbot and and one of those other guys. If they don't not in on somebody else, but yeah, they, they they have they have decent depth, especially up front. Their third line is projected to be Trevor Moore, Deneau, and Victor Arvidsson, which is a pretty good third line there. So
1: mm-hmm.
0: I don't know I don't know if they can beat out Edmonton for the division or even Vegas, but four to one. I don't hate it, and then I guess just more so 25-1 to to win the Cup I think is probably the better look. I mean, they'll figure out goaltending as they go. I think they're good enough to, you know, stay afloat without it and then maybe pick up someone in season at the deadline or just have one of those guys, you know, become a guy like Aiden Hill did for Vegas.
2: Obviously, the biggest move here was getting Pierre-Luc Dubois, but uh, i have a kind of feeling like he's the low-key Matt Duchesne kind of guy where he just Ooh. comes into town, <laughs> and he's not exactly the best locker room boy. He didn't exactly help that Winnipeg Jets room, that's for sure, and he uh, was quick to get out of Columbus, and he's quick to get out of Winnipeg. Now he got paid, and he was just saying he's not going to fuck sit in his laurels once again. What a piece um,
1: of fucking shit Pierre-Luc Dubois is. Is that what you're <laughs> telling me? Guys, yeah, he's, used to um, fucking he's
0: got that. Joel hates he's, this guy. <laughs>
2: he, no, he's got a lot of talent. I don't, I don't hate him. I'm just saying there's just a bit of suspicion, suspicion going on. <laughs> but if you look down, their, their first three centers are the best in the Pacific, that's for sure, with Anza Kopitar, Dubois, and Philip de um, But uh, I don't know if, if that's enough to push this team over the top. Losing Jersey, he was a very solid piece on the back end, getting Gavrikov in. Once again, but uh, yeah, i was signing a two-year deal. That that's positive, I guess. Not not signing him long-term, so he'll still be motivated and all that in his prime at age 27. Um, yeah, the Kings team should be strong. I'm just I'm just not seeing the upside. Not seeing the upside, boys. Okay. Uh, the goaltending is a question, like Ron was saying. Yeah, it, it, I like. Uh, I just don't like the fit between the coach and this personnel. Like McClellan is, is like a like a high octane kind of uh coach and that this team is, is not really oriented around that personnel wise. Maybe they know what to do. Rob Blake is a, you know, he's a legendary ass player, of course. <laughs> and of course, the Kings as well, but of course he's uh, never won the cup with them. So, uh, it's meaningless. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, so, as far as this team goes, I'm not too high on them. Once again, um, I'm going to pass in the Kings, but, uh, yeah, I mean, they they gave up a lot of depth too with Villardi and Capari going out and, and those True. guys like um, they got a lot of center depth, but uh, in terms of their high scoring wingers, Victor Albertson of course, Kevin Fiala, the high scoring guys. Oh, and Adrian Kempe, I think he scored forty plus last year. So maybe I shouldn't talk too much here before I exp- my, uh, expose oh, my ignorance.
1: Granstrom's good too, yo. He's young. He's got to break out. He's good.
2: All right, all right. Well, Quinton Byfield turns out to be a bust so far. He hasn't been mm-hmm. doing shit. Arthur Calea is uh, kind of the same way. Uh, But yeah, it's just uh, the Kings are a show-me kind of team, you know? Prove me wrong. But uh, I'm not going to go rushing to the window to bet them anytime soon.
1: Joel just wants to see the Kings nuts. He's like, show me your balls, Kings. That's what he's saying. Hell yeah. All right, ads. Ads. Hello
0: hello uh, i was muted yes uh, you should not be <laughs> rushing to bet the kings there for, for oh
1: my should, god
0: you should be rushing to las vegas for circus sports uh their circa millions and Circus survivor contests are back there's 14 million dollars in guaranteed prizes up for grabs circa millions contest is five nfl against the spread picks each week Circus survivor you guys gotta pick a different money winner each week and move on you do have to enter in las vegas but you can play from anywhere the uh, SGPN guys will be out there last weekend in August. Check out circusports.com for all the details. That's circusports.com.
1: Fucking Ryan must be on off season time or something here. Just muting himself. Holy shit.
0: I was moving my uh, sit stand desk to stand rather than sit. You have a stand up desk? Yeah, and it's not even tall enough for me. It's, it's actually kind of, <laughs> kind of frustrating.
1: I still have to hunch over is- a little bit. Why the fuck do you have a stand-up desk, bro? What I, are we doing here?
0: I got to stretch sometimes, you know? I work from home, you know?
1: Got to, got to. <laughs> when you stretch, do you go, oh, big stretch. Oh, big stretch. Yeah, you got to go. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> Jolie, you got a stand-up desk? Fuck no. <laughs> no? <laughs> me, me neither. How do you have a
2: desk? I stand up at work all day long, man. I, when I talk to you boys. I got to sit down. And have a little breather.
1: Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, all right, we're going to keep things moving here. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, a team that's on fire right now and not in a good way. We're going to talk about the Calgary Flames. Uh, Calgary Flames with the division is at plus 900. Um, notable additions that they made in free agency is fucking no one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I've like what, Dryden Hunt, Martin. Sharon uh, Govich they got. Still Sharon Govich, you know, Brady Lau, Jordan, uh, Sterling, Colton Pool, Like These are guys. These are guys that yeah. I, I think they're I don't know, man. They gotta figure out how how the hell do we convince some of these players to actually wanna fucking stay here for Christ's sake. So before we bring anybody else in, let's fucking deal with the problems we have at home, right? So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what happens with Calgary this year. Is this a team that, you know, should take a step back? Well, how can you do that when you got fucking, you know, Huberdeau committed long term, you got fucking Markstrom committed long term, you got Kadri committed long term, you got Wideman committed long term, like so I, I don't know what to make of this team from a free agent point of view. I know it's not that great. So, uh, you know, fingers crossed for all the folks out there in Calgary. Shout out to my, I got a couple of buddies that are down there for the stampede right now. And these fucking guys are doing some damage, bro. I keep seeing like Snapchats and like fucking like Instagram videos and shit, like story videos. And no, bro. They shout out to their fucking livers and I, and their lungs, man, because I don't know if these guys and their nostrils, because I don't know if these guys are going to ever make it back in one piece. So at least there's some positivity coming out of Calgary this time of year.
0: Yeah, I think the Flames could be better than, than some people expect. I think uh, Daryl Sutter had uh, a negative impact on that locker room last year. We saw that. They still have good players. I mean, Nazem Kadri isn't quite a top-line center. They still have Lindholm there for that. Uh, Manjampani is, is, is a decent guy. Huberdo they have locked up. Uyghur as well, obviously. I, I mean, we say this about every team, but it comes down to: Can Jacob Markstrom be worth his six million dollars, or will he just be like a split guy with uh, with Darth, Darth Vadar there and that? So that's what it comes down to. that. They have good pieces. They have a good top pair, even with if they keep Hannafan with with Uyghur have a good top six there. So I think they're they're a sneaky team to watch in the playoffs. I don't think they have what it takes to win the division, but I think they have, they have the depth. They have the goal, the goalie that could go on a run, could get hot. And yeah, I'm not sure what their cup odds are, but I guess that would be the way I would look at the flames.
2: Massive question marks about this team, of course, with um, the likes of uh, Magipani, Backland and Lindholm, all looking to get out of town, at least Backland and Lindholm for sure. Maybe Pani next year uh but uh, yeah this team is, I, just asked me i was i was heavy on the flames in multiple respects last year and just watched them i think they had like 31 gold games that they lost something stupid like that they at the most they, they, they set the record for the most fucking hit posts in the league ever it's like and
1: 15 uh, overtime losses or something stupid like yeah, that. that that's how stupid the yeah.
2: sport is like posts and overtime losses just just inches could change things wow there Absolutely, plus losing a top four defenseman, Oliver Shillington, for most of the year, if not entirely. I don't know when he got injured, but uh, I know they missed him for most of the year at least. He'll be coming back, though, so that's good for the defense, which is good because Noah Hanfin is also among the likes of the guys who want to get out of town. (laughs) (laughs) So they'll need him. Uh, but yeah, we'll we we don't know if these guys are actually going to get out of town or if the flames think that they're going to be competitive this year. That'll that'll be dependent on management new general manager Craig Conroy with Brad living going to the laughs. Um, yeah, why you gotta do that? Why you
0: gotta
2: do that? Yeah, come on, it's just why you
0: gotta gotta, like unnecessarily
2: make fun of talent.
1: Positive show, I would never do that. Positive show,
2: it's a positive show. I missed that part. Um, (laughs) Going onward, uh, Tyler Toffoli, he was probably the Flames' best player last year, to be honest. I mean, uh, he, he's a fucking uh, a stud and uh, Daryl Sutter's boy, which explains why he was excelling when everyone else was kind of like giving up. Um, but getting Sharon Go, which is a third line or whatever, for him is not the worst, I guess. But uh, yeah, this team is is pretty much stacked on the defensive side. If they keep DeHannafin and they get Shillington back, this team has got an excellent D core um but uh the for the Ford strength has to get some goal scoring going uh we'll see if the new guy uh ryan huska brings some of that more explosive firepower going forward rather than daryl Sutter's. what's more. his
0: jack, jack adams odds if you have them
2: i think i saw him at 30 to 1 which is how i'd play the flames to be honest rather than eight to one for the division uh Given the fact that, uh, yeah, given what we've seen in the past few years, where these these new coaches coming in tend to get a little bit more love for that market, um, but yeah, for this team, yeah, it's kind of like a wait and see for me because I'm not I'm not trusting what's going on between uh, the likes of Lindholm and uh, Backland and Hannafin wanting out. So yeah, it, it's a lot could happen between now and the, the, the beginning of the season. I mean, hopefully for their sake that they, they figure it out. But uh, I'm not going to be betting anything either way.
1: All right, here. Uh, so we're going to move down, keep things going here. We're going to move on to the Seattle Kraken here. Uh, Seattle, you know, they had a pretty awesome playoff run here. And that was pretty cool. A lot of people saw it. this is a team that was, you know, fairly active in free agency. Nothing too crazy. They made a couple deals. Uh, They brought in defenseman Brian Dumoulin to a two-year $6.3 million contract worth about $3.15 per season. Uh, They brought in centerman Kaler Yamamoto for one year, $1.5 million, obviously coming from Edmonton, still a young kid, lots of potential. Uh, They brought in, (laughs) I'm not going to mention Connor Carrick. They also brought in Pierre-Edward Bellomare on the left wing, you know, from Tampa. So, yeah, a couple, you know, a couple death pieces here, and uh, this is a, It's going to be a pretty interesting team to watch here uh, out in Seattle. Obviously, I've been adamant all year long. I'm not convinced in a goaltending duel of fucking Philip Grubauer and uh, Magic Hands Martin Jones. You know, they played okay. They had a nice run in the playoffs here. I think they need an upgrade in between the pipes. Easier said than done, obviously. Uh, But, yeah, you know, it's a couple, couple good additions. You know, these guys are players, and it'll be cool to see how they kind of work out and fit out there in Seattle.
0: Yeah, I think Belmar was good veteran depth pickup there i played for play for tampa bay to play for colorado uh, dumalin same as well yamamoto i think could be another to- Tovinen type of pickup where they pick him up and he just becomes one of their contributors in like in the top six middle six there i think that they have the depth it comes down to goaltending we say that about everybody uh, they have cap space i think nine million still do have to sign vince dunn who take up a, a decent chunk of that but they could still go out and, and sign somebody else i think that they have what it takes just keep building on what they built last year. Um, their AHL team made a run to the, to the AHL Calder Cup final mm-hmm. in game seven. They lost in overtime to Hershey. So you can see some uh, of their prospects growing together there. So, yeah, I, I like Seattle here as a team that came out of nowhere last year. And then they're, I think, going to be in the playoff hunt once again uh, this year with Dave Hagstall as coach.
2: Absolutely love the Kraken and um Yeah, you mentioned the AHL team, the Coachella, Firebirds, let's go. That's not a hockey
1: market. It's a desert. What the fuck?
2: Well, neither does Seattle, okay? Let's be real. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, half the NHL isn't a real hockey market given the fact that any time a team doesn't win a playoff game in two years, people give up on the team. Like, let's be real, man. Canada's the only real hockey market. Am I wrong? wrong? Like, look what fucking Chicago did after they lost, like, 10 seasons in a row All they gave up on their team it
1: shit, yeah. what about like isn't detroit fucking like hockey city or some shit like that isn't that what they say
2: yeah they gave up on them too like, yeah no you're the right you time, like, the 70s and 80s. Everything's,
1: everything's going good in detroit when you make the playoffs for 26
2: years exactly, in a row and then exactly, and you go man, a that's slump. what i'm talking about that's what i'm talking yeah. about canada that's is fair- the only fucking hockey country in this continent uh, anyway joy decord was the goaltender behind those uh, ahlers that Ryan is talking about, and he's gonna be backing up Philip Gruber, who had a revolutionary season. Uh uh, com- uh
1: <laughs> a revolutionary a re- re- season, yes,
2: yes, <laughs> a, a, a redeeming season. He was the ah. redemption, he was ah. redeeming himself after a terrible two seasons or a season and a half. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm not I'm not low on the, the goal thing at all <laughs> for the Kraken. So that that was the major worry last year. Whereas this year they got Joey decord, Philip Gruber. I'm actually okay with that, and beyond that, their their defensive core is is looking excellent. Sorry, we're not talking about free agency stuff here, oh, but I'm okay. um, just speaking about the team as a whole. They brought in Kalyanamamoto. He he kind of fits in with that Seattle crowd there, you know, being. Uh, um, Asian American, Asian Canadian, something like that. So <laughs> what just, the
1: fuck does what? that have do with anything?
2: <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you, no, you will fit right in with uh, Ron Francis's system. He likes the smaller guys. Ah. And, uh Eli <laughs> Tolvanen. Uh, you, you get him another another year at a cheap price. So yeah, I'm actually very high in the Seattle team. And uh, this is one of the few spots where I'm gonna be saying. Seattle for the division rather than Jack Adams, because the Jack Adams price is ridiculous at under 10 to one. That doesn't make any sense well, at he all. He was a finalist,
0: the- so he's he's not going to get it.
2: Yes, yes, exactly. Right. They already made the leap last year. So if he didn't get it last year, it's very right. hard to imagine he's going to make it this year. So right. that's why I would suggest the uh, the division price at uh, 9, 10 to one, whatever it is now, uh, over him for Jack Adams, but yeah, Kraken I think are gonna be good. Like we saw how much depth is important last year. Like the, the the final four teams is all about depth, especially with the Hurricanes, Knights, and the uh, the Stars even. And then the Kraken themselves, they beat the Avalanche through their depth and almost beat the Stars as well through the same uh, roster strategy. So yeah, high on the Kraken here, absolutely. But uh, yeah, they didn't make too many moves in free agency. Brian Dumoulin. He had a bad year in Pittsburgh, but uh, he was like their best defenseman. Like, he was better than a tank two years ago. So, at only 31 years of age, I like that for their back end. Um, yeah, once again, high on the crack. And they are, uh, they, they got a bunch of veterans, bunch of good defensemen, very solid team all around. And uh, they got the goal to match this year as well.
1: Cool. All right, we're going to keep it moving here to a place not so far away from Seattle, to a place that someone on the show knows. Very well to a place that you could say there's a shortage of pawns and there's a shortage of bread to go with it and we're gonna talk about the Vancouver Canucks man Vancouver Canucks currently sitting at plus twelve hundred to win the Pacific Division uh a couple of notable signings for this team in free agency man obviously they cleared up a bit of money with the uh with the Oliver Ekman Larson buyout here uh they used a bit of that money when they signed defenseman Ian Cole uh they signed for a one year three million dollar deal uh they also brought in uh, Teddy Bluger on the center position for one year one point nine million dollars uh they brought in Carson susie on the dn for a three-year 9.75 million dollar contract worth about 3.25 per year uh yeah you know matt Irwin on the defensive end uh this guy has a sick handle he's probably irrelevant, but i'm gonna say it anyways zach sochenko a goaltender one year seven hundred seventy-five thousand dollars. sick name sochenko um yeah i don't know i honestly i don't really know enough about this fucking vancouver team man obviously they got some 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 star players there with the likes of, you know, Cal Patterson, you know, fucking Hughes on the back end there. They got some guys. I'm a big Thatcher Demko guy, so if he can stay healthy, I'm excited to see what he strings together for this year. From a free agent point of view, man, these are... Yeah, you know, these are some players, you know, like you know, Carson Soucy Ian Cole backing up your back end. You know, Ian Cole has a bit of age on him, but one-year contract, you know, that's that's low risk, high reward. Uh, you know, Teddy Blugers, serviceable. You always need center depth, and then yeah, Carson Susie's a he's a fine player. You know, three point two five million dollars looks like a lot right now, but that cap is, you know, if everybody keeps telling me the cap's gonna go up, well, if it goes up, you know, that contract doesn't look as bad, right? So, I don't know, uh, boys, what are your thoughts here on the Canucks?
0: yeah vancouver is uh, lacking in, in in ponds and bread and cap space they have negative <laughs> cap space right now negative 4 million in protected cap space i don't know what they're doing uh, they have like they have the pieces they have miller they have miller is their oldest forward at, at age 30 locked up until 2030 at 8 million Patterson 24 besser 26 uh, Kuzmenko, garland these guys in their mid-20s like They have guys that can be pieces somewhere. It's just putting it all together. I I guess Rick Tockett did a decent job late last year of doing that, so maybe he'll be able to do that this year. Hopefully Demko can can bounce back and and be a good goalie because I think that the Canucks could be a a sleeper team here. Maybe not at 12-1 to for the division, but looking at their uh, Stanley Cup odds, they're down there at 60-1. to Still probably a little little bit too short, but I think the Canucks could be a, a, a surprise team to watch out for.
2: Yeah, the Canucks are. Uh, it's a, it's going to be a, a puzzle to figure out because they they, they got a lot of uh, uh, interesting puzzle pieces going on. It is a matter of uh, putting them together, which is why I love Rick Tocchet to win the Jack Adams twenty five thirty to one because he's going to get all the credit if he turns this team into a playoff team and even threatens for the division. You can find him at twenty-five, thirty to one. That's my favorite bet, along with uh, Don Granado, who Ryan shit on the other podcast. Uh, the, the best two Jack Adams bets on the board at the as of this moment. Yeah, we're we're seeing um the, the biggest signing was was not one in the past month. It was in the middle of the year when they signed Android Kuzmenko for two years with five and a half million, and uh, he he's there uh, one of the. Um, maybe alongside Pedersen, the, the best goal scorer. And uh, signing him to that deal was uh, very important to make this team competitive because there's not a lot of uh, other high-end talent going on. But the facility put Colts in, should uh, stick it, take another step forward. He uh, made some steps last year, and uh, now in his final year in his ELC, should uh, continue to improve. Um, in the back end, though, like this is another bet I don't mind at all with Quinn Hughes is just... Uh, he, he's the man right now he, he is the like uh, the, the Hughes brothers are going to fucking take over the NHL and the the Quinn Hughes is going to take over the West right now with um this this team like he's he's going to dominate this back end like there's there's not much else going on there Tyler Myers man I'm just seeing his contract against six million dollars so that's ridiculous but <laughs> yeah Quinn Hughes is getting paid uh, less than two million more than that and uh he's one of the best offenses in the league so could still find him. At Norris, eighteen to one, absolutely love that. Um, yeah, like this guy is—he uh, uh, almost, he almost won the Calder. If, if it weren't for Kaelin Carr, he would have won the Calder. And he's 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 only twenty-three years old. He's gonna be awesome. So Quinn Hughes, Elias Pedersen, JT Miller is gonna be motivated again at our new coach Andrew Kuzmenko is coming to Canada. Uh, man on a mission. Um, a lot of top-end talent is just the. Uh, there's a lot of shit behind them, to be honest. Like the third line, fourth line, uh, second four or second third line pairings on defense is is not good. Uh, Carson Sousi and Cole, they're they're standing guys. They'll be fine for the playoffs and all that. But uh, they're gonna rely on Quinn Hughes to do all the heavy work, which is why I think that that he's a good bet for the Norse because he's gonna yeah. get a fuckload of points, boys. Like he, he's gonna be doing everything. And uh, I've seen some boys in the Discord giving out Pedersen for the heart. I don't even mind that as well, like 60, 70 to 1 for that, because uh, he's going to be doing all the work on offense. Quinn Hughes, Lies Pedersen. And yeah, it just, it's third line, fourth line, second line, third line pairing and defense is is not ideal right now. But the new coaching strategy with Rick Talkett is going to make this team better than some of his parts, presumably, given how he did that to the coyotes for a bit. Like that team was absolutely worse than this one and he was able to get them going. So yeah, it's all about the coach me, which is why, uh, I'm kind of high on the Canucks, but it's not because of the shit that they're bringing in on the, uh, depth wise. So yeah. Talk it Hughes Patterson. Other than that, yeah, it's a bunch of dregs.
1: <laughs> no love for Ilya
2: Mikhail. of uh, Rocket Richard. Yeah. He's on that <laughs> injury reserve right now, apparently. Yeah, he's always on know, the injury he's... reserve. <laughs>
0: yeah, that'll be a, a fantasy for Canucks fans to so all those players win those awards. And we are brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Best Ball Mania 4 is here, and Underdog Fantasy is giving away $15 million in prizes. Underdog Pick'em is a, giving, is a great way to get down on your favorite MLB and NFL season player props. There are so many ways to win run underdog. Underdog is available in so many states. So head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com. Promo code SGPN.
1: All right. Speaking of fantasy, here's a team that uh, doesn't have a fantasy's chance of fucking winning anything next year. We're gonna talk about uh, a team that we like on this show, though. We're positive with them, you know. We're gonna talk about the Anaheim fucking Ducks. All right. The Anaheim Ducks currently sitting at plus twenty thousand to win the Pacific. Fat chance that ever happens. Uh, this is a team that I don't know how I feel about their tra- or their free agent uh, acquisitions, if you will. Uh, they brought in on the defense, on the back end. They brought in Radical Gudis on a three-year $12 million contract, $4 million per year. A little bit of term for the old fuck, too. And then, of course, speaking of term for old fucks, they brought in... So, Alexander Kalorn from the Tampa Bay Lightning, they gave him a four-year, $25 million fucking contract. That's $6.5 million per year. Currently on their cap friendly, he is the most expensive player on their team. Obviously, that's a bit skewed because they still got to sign Troy Terry and Trevor Zegris as uh, as RFAs. I'm sure those guys, and Jamie Drysdale as well, I'm sure those guys will take up uh, a big chunk of change. But I don't fucking know, man. Those are two ugly signings, if you ask me. Boys, what are your thoughts here?
0: Yeah, that that, that Cologne signing is rough. I know they're not going to be near the cap at any any point during that contract, but like twenty six, twenty seven, you you could be a competitive team and have that Cologne contract kind of bog you down a little bit. Um, only pr- other person they have signed that far is Ryan Strom and John Gibson. I think Rocco Goodis gives them you know overpaid, no trade clause, four million a year for three years, but he gives them some some sandpaper on the back end. Uh, reuniting with former Flyer teammate Robert Haig. Actually, I don't know if they ever played together, but both former Flyers, uh, physical defenseman there, Cam Fowler, still under contract through 2026. Anaheim's just in a in a rebuild. That's what they are. They signed uh, Carlson today. I saw. Uh, interesting to see if he plays with the NHL team to start this season. But yeah, th- they have this core of Zegras, uh, Terry, Drysdale. And they they, they maybe Gibson go along with it, but the the Ducks are going to be maybe a fun team at times this year, but but nothing worth betting on for the
2: futures. Yeah, it's uh, looking pretty bleak. (laughs) (laughs) What are you laughing at? Talk about gravelly.
1: <laughs> you came in fucking, you came oh, in like you man. just like took like four shots of fucking bourbon straight, smoked a full cigar to yourself, and then just fucking doused the thing a thing of mouthwash just to try and clean your mouth.
2: Yeah, pretty close to it. Um, well, 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 we'll mention one more thing about the Canucks. Uh, Lee McKee, oh, the, the ACL. <laughs> yeah, the ACL. Terror in January. I forgot about that, Oof. so he uh, might not, not even be ready for the start of the season. But I know he's a strong boy. He'll be, he'll be he'll be good to go at some point. But uh, yeah, Talon is right. He'll be a nice addition to the uh, to the depth there. Uh, as for the Ducks, though, it's um, kind of confusing <laughs> the way that they're giving up these contracts to Goodis and Kalorn. Uh, I guess that they are locker room guys. Maybe they just teach us boys what to do. I mean. Here's my point. I'm not. I'm not going to go along with the ducks here. I'm not. I'm not betting them at all for anything. But the uh, they clearly suffered from the lack of laugh last year. Mm-hmm. off leaving was massive for this team. <laughs> there's, there's a bunch of frat boys just hanging out and doing what the fuck they want. <laughs> I mean, you fucking Lindholm coming in trying to get a deal. He got sucked into the mess and uh, lost millions of dollars on his uh, prospective next deal. And, uh, yeah, losing gets off is a huge deal. So maybe they're thinking, "Oh, we got to go the other way. Now we got to get some veterans in here. So Alex glow, Rad do Bradco Goodis will do that for them, I guess. but uh, yeah, this team won't be competitive this year. It's all about building for the future. So not much to say here. like uh, these these contracts don't mean much. Compared to like the, the contenders, right? The contenders are like the cap strap. They got to make every fucking $10,000 yeah. mean something. Whereas these guys are like fucking handing out checks to like uh, fucking uh, the, the welfare office. Um, but it's the term, so, yeah. though, the three years, right? It's uh, like, It doesn't you know, matter. It doesn't the, the, duck, two, the
1: ducks
0: aren't going to be good in, in, in
1: three years. I guess. Yeah, you're right. But still, I don't know. You're right. 100%. You guys are right. Okay, uh, moving on down, final team. This is the final team of our free agency kind of breakdown here. We fucking made it. Last team in the Pacific, last team in the league. Uh, and what a shit team they are. We're talking about the San Jose Sharks, baby. San Jose Sharks are plus 21,000 to fucking win the Pacific here. Uh, they were kind of active, though, in free agency, all things considered. Uh, they brought in goaltender Mackenzie Blackwood on a two-year, $4.7 million contract worth about $2.35 per season. They brought in Kyle Burroughs on a three-year, $3.3 million contract, obviously $1.1 million per year. Uh, Who else did they bring in here? Ryan Carpenter in the sign position. One year league minimum. Uh, they brought in Fabian Zetterlund on a two year, $2.9 million contract, 1.45 million. That was million.
2: a trade, bro.
1: That was a trade?
2: Okay, the, whatever. Uh, the Devils. Come on, bro. All
1: right, I don't,
2: I don't care. in San Jose. Uh,
1: and they just <laughs> Maybe they races. signed him too.
2: I don't know. I just remember he was part of the trade with the Devils with uh, team Amaya going the other way. Maybe he was. He was probably RFA, yeah.
1: Okay, well, then they also were able to bring in, and this one, this is something we didn't talk about, I don't think. This fucked with me when I read it. They brought in Philip Zadina. I don't know if we talked about this now. One year, $1.1 $1. Oh. $1. $1 million contract on the right wing. This guy, you know, mutual termination his contract with Detroit. I think he gave up like $4 million or some shit he's making with Detroit. Why the fuck would you come and sign in San Jose? And he, I'm sure he had other options than fucking San Jose, especially if you're willing to take one year at 1.1 $1. $1 million dollars. Why the fuck, your Philip Zadina would you want to come and play for the Sharks? Am I fucking? Am I taking crazy pills or something here? What is- um,
0: he had to either have been promised uh, like a, like a top six spot, or also, uh, I believe he is Czech, and so is Tomas Hurdle, so that could be a, a a connection there. But yeah, I think Zadina was given up on. By the Red Wings and then signed by by the Sharks. I don't know if we're recorded in that in that span, But yeah, I wanted the the Flyer to take a chance on Zadina, you know, sign him, trade him at the deadline, see what he see what he can be. Like, I feel like he should have Repetition probably signed with more, more of a contender. Yeah. He's
1: yeah,
2: cooked. Yeah, he's, but... cooked.
1: <laughs> he's like twenty three years old.
2: <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> he's a fucking Red Wing. Fuck him. <laughs>
0: Right, but yeah, for, for the Sharks here, I know we're finishing on them and they're the last team, and I think they probably should be the last team. If you were to look at every team in the league for a chance to win the Cup this decade, let's say by 2030, I think the Sharks would probably be last. They have Carlson locked up. They'll probably trade him, but he's at $11.5 until 2027. They have Vlasic, who people just forget about as existing until 2026. 90 years old. They have Tomasz Hurdle until 2030 at 8.1 million, Couture at 8 million until 2027. Like, they're just. I, I was going to try to ask you guys would you rather be the Ducks or the Sharks? But it's the Ducks by so much more because the Sharks don't have the these next guys. Maybe Eklund, you know, maybe Zidane can turn it around, maybe Zetterlind, maybe these, these younger guys. But the Sharks are just. They gave it. They, they went all out for, for the Stanley Cup there, what, 2016, 2017, when they had all those guys, and they just could not get it done. And they're going to be paying for that until the rest of this decade at least. So yeah, just, just fade the Sharks the rest of the way.
2: One of the funniest stories is that this team had the... Norris Trophy winner last year. <laughs> <I> they <can't laughs> <even trade him. laughs> No, I know. Right? I, I I fucking hate
0: that he won it so much too, because Yossi should have won it the year before, if if you're going off the Carlson voting.
2: Well, who should have <laughs> won last year?
0: I mean, Carlson. <laughs> the better <laughs> all the them. Yeah, he should have won last year. I <laughs> know. Who, who who were the finalists? Was, was Fox up there?
2: Oh my word. No, Carlson should have won last year. Absolutely. He had fucking uh, the, the most incredible season. He, he had 101 time.
1: points, I guess. Plus, him, like five on five two, It wasn't a even
2: play. Like McCarr absolutely years. deserved to win that season. Give me a break. Uh, it's not all about points, bro. But uh, Carlson was, was great in a, a year where uh, there weren't a lot of good defense. Room. Like Heming up down here. McCarter down here. Fox yeah. was okay. There weren't any real competitors. Darlene Dahl, stepped up, but not to the point that, that uh, Carlson did. Uh, but yeah that's the funny thing like carlson is like a, a weight on this salary cap and he won the fucking norris that's <laughs> uh, absolutely ridiculous and not being talked about enough and uh, i'm hearing rumors about him going to carolina if um Ooh. yeah it's either him or D- actually no. we'll see it's, <laughs> is it's is carolina or shittle? pittsburgh
1: is that a good idea? Yeah, like, did it really? Did it really work with him and Brent Burns being on San Jose, and now you are going to do the same fucking That's thing? True. In
2: That's true. Like, That's true. Is that a good idea? let that,
1: that would work, right? It would work. No. It no, work. it didn't. No. You don't think so. it's been? It's been tried before, and it but didn't. It, it's been yeah.
0: tried, and they were one of the best teams in the West, and they got bounced in what seven games, I think, by by Vegas.
2: Carlson's stocked at the. They they both had bad bad years with each other, but uh, they, they both bounced back when they were separated. Like, yeah. So so, put one
0: top top so pair not another one second pair.
1: You can't play them together, right? But that's the thing. Like, who wants to be first? Who wants to be second? Both of those guys would be like, "Fuck you! I want to be first, right?" And then if you're second, you're just going to be all fucking oh, they, pissed. They,
2: they, they didn't play wow, well. in the same. They didn't. They didn't play in the same pairing in San Jose either. So that's not yeah, the problem. Sure the problem they is can. that they. they uh, anyway, we're we're getting uh, sidetracked <laughs> here, but uh, I don't think that that would be a good idea for the Hurricanes. I think that they need to. A forward more than uh, Merrick Carlson, uh, because he doesn't fit in with our system. Yeah, something like like that, I guess. But uh, Carlson, I I would not want to see him in Carolina. Anyway, for the Sharks here, Ryan mentioned it. They did not have a good pipeline coming in, so the Ducks are in better shape that way. Uh, Philip Zadina, I was bit tongue-in-cheek there saying fuck him but uh <laughs> watch I, I guess
1: 23
2: whatever he's still an rfa so if he has a hell of a year fine you you've got nothing else to lose you might as well take a shot at him but i don't think that he'll be worth much um uh, but uh you, you might as well uh other than that anthony declared they brought him into yeah uh, was that that was a trade right um i think so yeah i don't remember the the results of that one but uh yeah this this team will be bad as they uh they will be for years because they don't have a lot of um, good rookies coming in. Uh, looking through the list, they they, they, they uh, drafted Casper Holtunen in the second round this year. Thomas Bordelow is a good player, I guess, but uh, not elite. Yeah. I'm, I'm not seeing a lot of names I recognize. So it's going to be a tough, tough, tough go here for the Sharks, but uh, that's what happens when you're in, uh, in San Jose and uh, you haven't won shit in a long time. So, i'm not shedding any tears
1: all right boys we fucking did it gentlemen give yourself a little pat on the back here right? hell of a job that, oh, we gotta throw it damn right that's our ufa uh free agency breakdown by division we went through all 32 fucking teams holy shit obviously just ended up with the pacific boys anything else you want to add before we wrap this bad boy up no Okay, hell yeah, well, fucking everybody go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website, that's the place to be, tons of stuff going on in the world of sports, obviously not, but there's still things, you know, we have a golf tournament that's underway right now, because of the time recording this, we are in the past, recording for the future, being released in the present, so that's interesting, there's Wimbledon Tennis going on, there's fucking NASCAR F1, there's fucking MMA, you know, I don't know, baseball will be back, I don't know, how long's that, how long's that break go, when is baseball? baseball should
0: back? As long be as be back. possible, hopefully. Baseball should be back today, yeah, for a release in Florida, yeah
1: okay well there you go so congrats to all you baseball nerds Say the fuck out of the hockey channel uh, so hell yeah go to the SGPN website you can find all the information there and all the articles there's tons of good articles uh, read those man you know great way to win some money great way to get some insight if you're at work and you're trying to kill some time or something boom read a fucking article or two why not uh, as well listen to the other shows everybody puts a lot of effort everybody's absolutely killing it I'm sure to check out baseball money is fake with Ryan and Blake those guys always do an awesome job uh, and show up to all our friends in the discord man square always cool you know and we we pump the hockey channels you know tires all the time and rightfully so we are the best we kick ass we have such a good fucking time in there but there's a lot of fun things in there you know shout out to everybody in the fat guy food channel you know i was scrolling through the music channel the other day it's just you know joel posting a bunch of shit but it's still lots of good stuff going on oh, no,
2: you- what the fuck are you talking about
1: <laughs> i was all dated it was all for like january and shit i was like oh yeah. i'm the
2: last person to post it <laughs>
1: <laughs> but um anyway so there is stuff in there for the discord it's not like it's just hockey or just like baseball or shit like this there's, there's lots of cool stuff so you might just surprise yourself when you go in there man so shout out to all the friends in the discord uh in all the channels more importantly the hockey one though uh if you're not in the Discord, you're not making money if you want to get in there but you're not right now and you don't know how to do it you can reach out to myself or ryan on twitter i'll be sure to point you in the right direction you can also reach into the uh, HGP twitter account and uh if you're anyone other than fucking 23 year old washed Old man, no talent, check fuck piece of shit. Just shouldn't even be in the league anymore. If you're anybody other than Philip Sedina, I'm sure if you ran into Joel, he'd help you too. So you know that's how you get into the Discord.
0: Yeah, and uh, we always say it leaves a five star rating and review. We have not gotten enough of those to help grow the show. So if you like what you hear, make sure you do that on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast, uh, turn on auto downloads as well. That helps us out a bunch as well
1: i would also like to uh, just pour one out for my liver because at the time if we're gonna see there like if we're releasing this on friday uh on saturday I'm going out for dinner and I'm going to get absolutely fucking hammered and go see Indiana Jones in the VIP section. I cannot go to the movies without doing VIP section anymore. I become a pretentious snob. I want people to just, I can literally just order a pitcher of beer. What does that
0: mean, dude? Is that like one of the movie theaters that has like the reclining seats? Oh, get,
1: hell yeah. Oh. It's sick, dude. The people come up to you and shit for the movies and like you can buy like full meals. We don't, I'll just get popcorn, but like you can just buy like fish bowls or I get, I get a full pitcher mm-hmm. of beer. That's I can awesome. just sit there with a full fucking pitcher just watch the movie and then you can just like order more on your phone during the actual movie and then just come up and bring you beers it's fucking wicked man I, i'm a snob now it's the only way i can go to the movies i've gone in the dark side so shout out to my liver shout out to indiana jones shout out to harrison ford or harrison ford dude can't. you'll keep need it, to be drunk respect. to
2: enjoy the new indiana jones let me tell you have you much.
1: seen it have you seen it
2: fuck no and i have no interest oh, so in just,
1: it cynical piece of shit, Joel. i <laughs> just saying, all oh, the movie's going to be oh. fucking shit. It ain't the old
0: it's a, one. It's a positive <laughs> show, Joel. It's a positive show. Film,
1: show. Indiana Jones, it's the Philip Sedino of movies, bro. It just fucking sucks, you know? It's <laughs> new. Like, fuck off, matters. Have a good time, bro. The show is the
2: positive show. because I'm on it, okay? I'm the one <laughs> uh, bringing it oh, okay. reality to reality. Oh, fucking
1: Okay. okay. Uh, Alright, my name is Talon Jenkins. You can find me at Twitter, Talent underscore Jenkins94.
0: I'm Ryan Gilbert. You can find me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. You can find me having the VIP movie experience at home without paying anything. Hell yeah. TV and beers at home.
1: All right.
2: I'm Joel Meyer. You won't find me like a fucking loser with that kind of outro. (laughs) That
0: one's so much better.
2: Yeah. Positive way to
1: end the show.
0: (laughs) Peace.